Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Okay, any any requests? Oh, are you like a sermon jukebox? Yeah, I'm a sermon jukebox. Hand it in. Throw All it right. In. <laughs> uh, hmm. Hmm. What What is the secret in life to living delightfully while doing the deep and meaningful work that you were born to do? Hmm. Okay. No well, pressure. Yeah. Let's give, it, let's give that a go. Okay, so to live delightfully. I'm going to start with live delightfully. To live delightfully, we need to be willing to feel pain. Delight, joy, pleasure, sweetness, satisfaction, like the real settling of delight is not possible without feeling grief and disappointment and sadness and envy and just like the whole range. So the greater our capacity to feel a range of real feelings, the greater our capacity to feel the range of real feelings. And we don't get the delight and the sweetness without the reality that life is suffering. Or life is pain, whether or not we suffer, something else. Um, And the second part, what was the second part you said? Like, do or live our life's call? So here's what I think about that. It evolves. We evolve. We need to stay awake. Staying awake is hard. Particularly in our, in this like Western culture with the place we are in on the planet, there is a lot, a lot, a lot that can distract and numb us out and um, reveal tragedy and pull us into things that aren't ours. And I think one of the ways for us to best stay in true alignment with our life's work, with our calling, with what we're here for, is to do the work of knowing what's really ours to do. So what I mean by that is discerning what's not ours to do. And what's not ours to do is often a lot of the shit that we think we're supposed to do, which can include parental, cultural, institutional expectations, things that are handed down to us, things that we take on because we know if we do them, we will be safe or secure or belong, or soothed in some way. And so we we form these identities and form these belief structures of who and how we're supposed to be. And I think that part of our work is determining what's actually true about those things for our soul and what is not. And that is a lifelong journey. And most of us will see cycles to the patterns that repeat, that come back, the same 
ways that we try to get love or appreciation or safety or acknowledgement or security or success, we have learned ways. And part of our responsibility is to unlearn what doesn't honor who we truly are and doesn't honor our soul and doesn't honor those that we're here to love and lead and be in connection with. And there's lots of paths to doing that. And our responsibility and our joy and our opportunity is to find our own unique way to do that. And sermon. Bam! It's a delicious, spontaneous sermon. Well Thank done. You've Thank done you. this before. Thanks for asking. That was fun to just be like, all right. Well, well you know, it was great to just like offload the fact that I had nothing prepared mentally or emotionally today. And so <laughs> you did wonderful. Oh, thank you. That was beautiful. Um, does anybody want to uh, to rift on what Shayla just shared? Anybody want to questions, comments, thoughts, your own internal musings? So it's uh, I mean, this is why we're here. This is why we're in the whole creators club thing is like, we're all here to do this life's work that's calling us forward and to live from a space of delight while doing it. Easier said and dreamt than done, but it is possible. Um, yes, I would like to um, say something to it. Uh, Chayla, I felt like you were speaking to me and just my life and where I've been. And um, that's exactly what I've been doing. Just trying to figure out who I am outside of how I've been raised, conditioned, program, society. And I've been trying and just letting go of whatever guilt that I've had and trying to find my voice and stick with my beliefs and not, yeah, feel guilt about how I feel and how I think and how I approach life. And that's been my process. And uh, I'm in a fantastic space right now because of it. Um, and I also would like to say, when you asked me that question a few weeks ago about what are my needs, that was the exact question that I needed to hear. And I sat with that and I've been with that and I've made a lot of life changes because of reflecting on that. And I've made major life decisions and changes and I feel a mega weight lifted so much so that this morning I woke up and I was dancing because I was just happy with where I am in my life right now. Cause it's, it's been a lot. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so Portia, congratulations. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. I'm really moved. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I love hearing that. Anybody else want to chime in? Um, it kind of makes me think of um, that it's it's a it's a journey, really. Uh, you know, where maybe where you start, what you think you want to do, what you think your calling is, can evolve over time. And as it feels for me, like as that evolves, 
you also get to know yourself better. And what do you really want? What are you driven to? So the, the two are so connected, mm-hmm. what you want to do, what you're meant to do and who you are. And, and it's, it's interesting to, to find that out throughout this process, you know, like pretty cool. That just, just a thought. Mm. I love that. This like interdependent relationship between who you really are and what you're called to do and how they both you grow together. Cool. The, um, Oh, Silas, you're talking, you're not muted, but you're volume. You didn't come through. Oh, we're still not hearing you. Maybe unplug your headphones for a second and try again. Right. Mm. There we go. Now we hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, no, no, it's on point for me. I, I, um, well, I was, this is, I guess part of my share from today's thing, but, uh, I spent a lot last week just really agonizing about whether to renew my acupuncture license or not. I've been, I haven't practiced in four years, you know, two of those years was parents dying and then two years was COVID. And it's like, well, maybe this is the year. And it just seems more and more untenable that I'm, I'm going to actually get back to practicing, but I had a real hard time letting it go because of, um, it was part of that, uh, an identity of being on purpose that was really meaningful to me for a long time, but now it's changed to something else, but uh, I haven't been able to, I, I renewed, I renewed the license, uh, just so I could defer the mental anguish to another day, but, um, but yeah, that, I experienced that tension a lot last week. Thanks for sharing that. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. I remember when Celeste, my wife, let go of her RMT, which was a part of her identity for nine years. And she renewed it for several years the, to keep her license to practice for several years but didn't really use it. It wasn't worth the investment uh, until finally she like, she did decide like, this is not me anymore. And she did let it go. And I remember that was, that was really powerful for her uh, as a part of her thing. Cause I mean, you know, to go through that training, you, you invest so much time and energy um, to, to get trained in those skills whether it's acupuncture or massage or whatever facilitated training you go through. So yeah, that is a, it is a big decision. Yeah. It was 15 years of my life. Um, and you know, I, I really feel like it's, it's powerful medicine. I would like to return to it, but I'm constantly torn between what I'm working on now. The unknown of that. Um, and the familiarity of doing it, you know, doing acupuncture. And so the debate I was having uh, last week was about, you know, do I burn my boat? Like um, there's that kind of famous personal motivation story about, I forget, you know, it's like some some raiders on an island that they'll uh, they escape uh, by boats, the boats that came on or charge forward, you know, for glory and treasure and they decide to burn their boats and fight on 
you know, just basically shutting that back door. Um, so that was the kind of tension I was feeling like, do I need to burn my boat um, to make progress in the thing I'm actually doing right now? Anyway, that's just a meditation. It's uh it's a powerful meditation to sit with. The, I mean, the, the thing that came up for me with Chela's sermon was um, the ultimate version of ourselves, the ultimate version of the life we're trying to create uh, for myself as the, the practice has always been like, what mini alignments can I adjust today to move myself towards where I'm trying to get to. I mean, obviously being clear on like, what is the vision for who I want to be? What is the vision for how I want to live my life? What is the vision for uh, the work I would love to be doing on the day-to-day basis? What is that? And then what are the many alignments I can make today that may only take five minutes of practice or 10 minutes of practice? Um, how can I encompass or incorporate as many of these mini alignments into my day-to-day life every day so that those uh, become habituated, which eventually become our reality. And like, that's, that's where I started with, with where I am right now with pro golf is like, I couldn't afford to play golf. So I just went to the park down the road for uh, my early days as an entrepreneur. And I, dug up a hole and I put a stick in the ground and I hit golf balls into that stick. And then when I got the courage, I started sneaking onto the putting greens at the private golf clubs and just using their practice facilities for free. Uh, And then eventually I got a membership. And so it was like, those were mini alignments. I wanted to play pro golf. I didn't have money. So this, those are the ways that I could practice and, you know, adding fitness now as a part of that journey. And uh, I'm going to be doing hypnosis with a coach coming up here as a part of that journey. Like these are just minor adjustments that help to uh, eventually lead to the ultimate outcome. And the same goes for for business uh, is like, what are the the small things that we can do today that lead to where we're trying to get to in our future? And how can we bring as much delight as possible to those choices and those those alignments. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Making Magic Podcast with your host, Bradley T. Morris from Magic Media. If you're inspired to leverage your life's work by crafting your transformational, educational, and inspirational media, thriving online community, profitable membership, or to turn your message into a movement, then head on over to magicmedia.com. That's M-A-J-I-K media.com and explore what our Creators Club or partnership opportunities have to offer you and your beautiful business.